Hello and welcome to the quarterly Cisco Unified Contact Center podcast series. I'm Sean O'Connell with the Solutions Marketing Team for Cisco Unified Contact Center. This quarterly podcast series will provide the analyst community with an update on Cisco Unified Contact Center solutions, with this podcast focusing on Q1 fiscal year 2008. The intent of the podcast is to provide the analyst community with timely updates on Cisco's contact center business, and we encourage you to provide feedback on these podcasts uh, directly to your Cisco analyst, analyst relations contact. So here today to tell us more about Cisco's unified contact center business is Ross Daniels, Director of Contact Center Solutions Marketing. Ross, welcome, and thanks for your time today. Thank you, Sean. Happy to be here. So, Ross, Cisco's Q1 for fiscal year 2008 started off with some really strong momentum for Contact Center. Uh, Back in mid-August, there was an increased focus on Cisco's Contact Center business that very positively impacted our customers, uh, field sales, and external partners. Can you tell us a little bit more uh, about what this increased focus entailed? Sure thing. Uh, First thing, really, that uh, we did as we were kicking off uh, our new fiscal year was recognize that we wanted to put an increased focus on uh, the contact center business, and that a big part of that was developing some new business-level messaging. So we created some new messaging around the concept of creating unique customer-centric experiences. Uh, really what we were looking for here is to you know, sort of create a message that wasn't so technical, that got more towards business and operational issues, uh, and to put that message out there in the market. So when we talk about creating unique customer-centric experiences, it's really about moving customers beyond the transactions and interactions that we've seen over the last couple of years and creating something that's ultimately new for them, something that uh, takes them to an area in customer service where they haven't been before. Uh, as we rolled this out um, externally, uh, we at the same time put an increased focus on sales tools um, uh, and messaging for our field sales and channel partners as well. So we launched the new messaging and the new sales tools uh, at our global sales meetings in August uh, internally, and then externally at uh, two uh, important industry events, uh, VoiceCon Fall uh, in San Francisco and the Speech Tech uh, Show in New York, um, uh, both in uh, in August of this year. Okay, very good. So the the analyst community then, I guess, would expect to be be seeing more and more of this uh, increased focus on contact center messaging from uh, Cisco in the near future. Absolutely. I mean, I think as we move things forward in the market, it becomes important for us to differentiate our message and uh, to communicate even more with the analyst community. Excellent. And speaking of communicating with the uh, analyst community, uh, there was also the Cisco Unified uh, Communications Analyst Summit uh, that took took place uh, uh, back in September in Toronto, and that included the Contact Center Analyst Day. Uh, Can you brief us a little bit on the, the outcome of that event? A short thing for the analysts that are listening uh, to this call, uh, just to be aware, we've um, had for the last five years uh, a contact center uh, analyst day, either as part of uh, Cisco's general analyst meeting or part of the Unified Communications uh, Analyst Summit. We've done that the last three years with the UC Summit. Uh, And this year uh, in Toronto at the end of September, 
Uh, we had about uh, 35 analysts on the contact center day, about 70% of the total uh, attendance at the UC meeting uh, stayed on for an extra day uh, and actually stayed on till the very bitter end of the last day. We, mm-hmm. we actually had to, uh, to end the meeting uh, with questions still flying back and forth and dialogue still happening. Um, on that day, we really spent you know, the entire time talking about contact center. We started the day with uh, a year in review uh, that was uh, delivered by Laurent Filonenko, the vice president and general manager of the contact center business unit at Cisco. He also went through a vision uh, of customer care. We spent quite a long time uh, talking about product directions and product updates. Uh, John Hernandez uh, from the product management team uh, and Mike Bergelson also of the product management and business development team uh, really delivered those messages, talking not just about the things on the near-term roadmap, but also uh, you know development areas where we see things over the next couple of years, really gl- giving a glimpse into the future uh, of our product uh, direction. Uh, we were fortunate to be joined by one of our uh, very good channel partners, uh, Mr. Terry Hickey from IBM. Uh, Terry actually heads up the contact center practice uh, for North America. Uh, So he was able to join us and talk a bit about Cisco and IBM uh, in the contact center business and what that combination sort of uniquely brings to the market. And very excitingly, uh, we were able to announce uh, an acquisition um, actually on the contact center day uh, at the analyst meeting. Uh, We acquired uh, on that day a company called Latigent. Uh, Latigent is an important company in the business intelligence and reporting space. Uh, so we were able to bring the C- former CEO and former CTO of Latigent uh, into the meeting, uh, introduce them to the extended analyst community, provide an overview on Latigent uh, and a demonstration as well. So really important uh, to bring Latigent in. And by the way, it's the second um, uh, acquisition in the contact center space that Cisco's made in the last 15 months, uh, having acquired Audium uh, in uh, June of last year. Very good. So, um, w- so when I think about all that you've you've talked about in the last few minutes about all of this increased focus on contact center, new messaging, uh, new sales tools, uh, increased focus at events, uh, the contact center analyst day, it sounds like Cisco's really focusing on the contact center market with a, a renewed sense of urgency. Uh, can you talk a little bit about um, Cisco's vision of the contact center market? Uh, what the strategy then is to to address and, and uh, really tackle this vision and some specific execution plans. Sure thing. Um, the vision is is very simple. The vision is really to make every interaction on the human network a unique customer centric experience. Uh, so we talked about uh, customer centric experiences, uh, you know, in the first couple minutes of the uh, of the podcast here. Um, when we talk about our vision, it really is about creating these unique customer-centric experiences and extending those experiences to any interaction that takes place uh, on the human network. That might mean uh, extending interactions or experiences to incorporate different channels like video, or that might include uh, expanding uh, experiences to incorporate non-traditional contact center agents within the customer care environment. So whatever it takes to deliver upon that vision, as a strategy for delivering on that vision, we really use uh, a connected team that creates a whole offer uh, to our contact center customers. And that's something that's just very important to us. As we get into the execution here, really what it means in terms of delivering on that strategy is an integrated go-to-market model that incorporates 
the business unit and product development, all of the aspects of our services organization, our partner community, the field sales team, the channels team, and marketing, all operating as a single cohesive unit and a single face uh, to our customer base. That's how we execute on this market, and that's how we deliver upon the vision. Excellent. So it sounds like Cisco really is be, is is thinking about the contact center market uh, from a holistic perspective and really thinking uh, about the end in mind uh, from from the very start. So let's turn now to some more uh, uh, practical concerns, uh, specifically around uh, Cisco's contact center uh, business performance and uh, some product updates. What can you share with us there? Sure thing. Um, On the business side, obviously really strong growth uh, in the contact center business. Um, uh, Analysts, uh, of course, can uh, receive our uh, quarterly agent shipment and IVR port shipment information uh, automatically. Uh, Again, if they're not uh, receiving those today, they can contact their analyst relations contact. Um, But, you know, at this point, really thousands of of customers utilizing IP-based contact centers, um, we've had, obviously, uh, as I said, uh, two uh, acquisitions in this space over the last uh, 15 months. So from a business perspective, integrating the Audium acquisition over the last 15 months has been a pretty important business priority. Uh, and, of course, uh, with the acquisition of Latigent uh, just uh, in September, uh, now bringing those folks on board and making sure that we uh, have the product well integrated uh, into our portfolio as well. Uh, we continue to see significant customer momentum, and that's really across all segments and across all geographies uh, and all product lines as well. Uh, so we've seen uh, continued, you know, very strong and steady growth of our Contact Center Express uh, product. Uh, customers like Mountain America Credit Union doing some really innovative things with uh, Contact Center Express and the rest of the unified communications portfolio. Uh, that's a customer that actually has a video case study uh, available on uh, Cisco.com or the newsroom at Cisco uh, right now for folks who want to see more. Uh, in the IVR space, you know, people like uh, you know the uh, Internal Revenue Service of the United States using our customer voice portal to consolidate and virtualize across 26 traditional contact centers. Uh, folks like uh, United Health Group doing really interesting things around um, uh, self-service with our uh, customer voice portal and uh, unified uh, call services and call studio, which came in from the Audium acquisition. In the contact center enterprise space, we continue to see large customers, large enterprises um, deploying in highly distributed environments. Uh, So folks like TD Bank really consolidating across multiple contact centers throughout Canada uh, and uh, in other areas of the world uh, as well uh, with particularly strong uh, customer deployments in uh, in the Middle East and, and actually in Asia PAC right now as well. Excellent. And, and uh, specifically from a product perspective, uh, what can you share about some uh, recent product announcements that have, that have taken place over the past, uh, uh, say, 6 to 12 months or so? Sure thing. You know, we're always busy uh, from a product development standpoint here. Uh, one of the um, you know, really important products uh, at Cisco and as part of the portfolio is the Unified Customer Voice Portal. Uh, so we released um, about uh, eight months ago, I guess, the Customer Voice Portal, or CVP 4.0. And this was a really important uh, release of CVP. It brought um, a SIP uh, into, uh, into CVP, where CVP is now actually a, a SIP back-to-back user agent. Uh, it brought in um, 
uh, a really important uh, management console as well, and is really laying the underpinnings for how we take CVP forward uh, from this point on. Uh, in the mid-market space with our Contact Center Express, uh, we released uh, version 5.0. We just continue to add advanced functionality to Express and package that functionality in a way that really makes sense for the mid-market. So for 5.0, we brought in multi-channel communications, so you can now incorporate email and text chat and web collaboration uh, into the mid-market contact center. We've also added a workforce optimization suite uh, as an option, so folks who want to do quality monitoring, uh, recording, and workforce management can now do that in the uh, Contact Center Express product line as well. In Contact Center Enterprise, uh, in the last uh, 12 months or so, we've actually uh, had two minor releases, 7.1 and 7.2. We continue to build upon the scalability, the ease of use, the manageability uh, of enterprise. Again, as we're working in highly distributed environments, those things have just become so important. Uh, from a feature standpoint, and we've brought on board new multi-channel tools, actually the same multi-channel tools that we're using uh, in Express. We now have a common platform across both enterprise and Express. Uh, we've brought in uh, mobile agent uh, functionality, brought in some uh, browser-based agent functionality with the Cisco Agent Desktop as well, uh, and uh, continuing to develop forward on the um, uh, multi uh, the multi-vendor uh, side of things with our ICM product. Uh, we've introduced uh, the agent routing uh, interaction capability with uh, with the Avaya uh, peripheral gateway. So really, quite a lot there on uh, on the product side, and then. Just building on the products, you know, we always do things. We do internal development. We do acquisitions from time to time, and we do partnering. Uh, So a couple of important partnerships that uh, we've announced over the last quarter or so uh, are what we call Solutions Plus, which are essentially resale uh, agreements where Cisco has the ability to resell some uh, technology partner solutions. So we've announced three, actually, in the last few months. Uh, For scorecarding, uh, we have uh, Solutions Plus with Informium, uh, they're one of the leaders in uh, in scorecarding and real-time management. Uh, in campaign management for outbound dialing, uh, we have a Solutions Plus with Austin Logistics. And for multi-tenant uh, and hosted reporting, uh, a Solutions Plus with a company called Exony. Very good. So that's a, a very extensive and, and powerful uh, product suite. And, of course, uh, Cisco, we don't do this alone, as you, as you clearly pointed out with the Solutions Plus program. We have a host of what we call technology partners uh, through our open ecosystem across uh, different application areas such as uh, CRM applications, uh, speech and IVR partners, reader boards, workforce management, uh, and as well many others. So Absolutely. Uh, certainly, certainly a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, pieces in motion there, if you will. Yep, that's absolutely right. So, um, and turning to, to our last point here, it sounds like... Uh, uh, the Cisco's contact center's uh, uh, performance has been has been very uh, impressive over the past quarter. Um, as you turn towards the uh, the future to the horizon, what are some of the principles that are driving uh, Cisco's future development in the contact center area? Sure, that that's a great question and a great way for us to to sort of finish off today. I mean, as always, Cisco prides itself on listening to our customers. And when we talk about product development, uh, we're going to be driven primarily by customer requirements. Um, You know, where we see things and where we hear things from our customers now looking out over the next several years uh, fall in a few key areas. 
certainly, I'd say um, integration of uh, presence is a major area for us. The notion of extending customer care beyond the formal contact center to take advantage of the knowledge worker or the enterprise expert uh, is really, I think, uh, a way for us to reach first call resolution uh, in a much, uh, much richer way than has been possible before. So we have active development in that area uh, to be able to incorporate, uh, you know, Cisco's unified presence with the Cisco Unified Contact Center solutions. Another key area for us is video uh, in the contact center or video in the customer care environment is probably a better way to say it. <clears throat> really moving beyond sort of the, the talking heads, the talking agent heads um, that, that some folks think of with video contact center, where we're really thinking of video for customer services, how we can incorporate kiosks, uh, for example, in a retail environment that then link back into a contact center where an agent might push video on the fly or video on demand to that kiosk. Uh, beyond the kiosk, how about mobile devices? So uh, where 3G uh, technologies in, uh, in cell phones is common, um, being able to push IVR, or, uh, excuse me, push video um, or video IVR down to a mobile device uh, so that folks can actually see a visual representation of the menu choices that they have. Uh, and then certainly in agent-assisted calls, being able to push video from the agent to the customer, something that might be very useful in uh, technical support type environments. Um, and I think even looking further ahead, having customers push video up to agents, again, as they're looking to solve a problem, if video would help solve that problem, if the richness of, uh, of the visual would help solve a problem faster, I think we'll see that increasing uh, as well. Uh, of course, you know, sort of underpinning a lot of these things as well are key concepts that, that are driving a lot of Cisco's overall product development. So certainly things like tying into Web 2.0 technologies and concepts uh, will be very important for us in contact centers as well. How we work with collaboration and communities, I think, is a really interesting question uh, and area of development for customer care over the next couple of years. Um, certainly software as a service. Uh, for example, uh, of course, you know, Cisco made a major acquisition of WebEx uh, this year. Um, I think that WebEx has uh, some really interesting potential combination uh, possibilities with Contact Center, and those are some areas that we're looking at. Uh, and finally, just linking into Cisco's overall overall architecture uh, of, uh, of SONA, the service-oriented network architecture, which is really going to link business and technology architectures together. And we see that happening already across our contact center portfolio, where uh, different aspects of the customer care environment are being delivered as services uh, on the network rather than distinct applications. Well, very, very exciting stuff. It sounds like uh, the future of, of Contact Center at Cisco is, is uh, very bright indeed. Um, so, it, you know, based on all these successes and uh, an activity uh, for Contact Center at Cisco, it's uh, really indicative that uh, this is the year for Contact Center at Cisco. So, Ross, with that, I'd like to uh, thank you very much for your uh, time and for your insights today. Absolutely. It's uh, been a real pleasure, Sean. Thank you as well, and uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. So for more information on Cisco Unified Con Customer Contact Solutions, I would encourage uh, you to visit us on the web at cisco.com slash go slash cc. I'm Sean O'Connell. Thanks for joining this edition of the Quarterly Contact Center podcast series.